As Christians, we rack our brains for ways to build trust and get into relationship with people in our neighborhoods and cities, and we often hide behind the facade of, well, everyone's just too busy to get together all that much. Me too, right? Well, not anymore. Things have changed. Not right now, they're not. So we can't hide behind that. So think about this. After all the mandated isolation and fear is starting to go away, when we're starting to get past this and people are dying for closer connections and time with people, who will they be thinking about? The people that socially distanced themselves from them and they didn't hear from them? The folks they didn't hear very much from for weeks or longer? Or will they be drawn to those who loved them and treated them like family, like they cared about them during this scary time? The people who intentionally went out of their way to stay connected in creative ways and still have fun and speak and display hope in our great God during this everyday life. That's who people are going to trust and want to be closer with. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship is a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, brother Heath. What's going on today? We, I snuck out of the house to get over here and... Yeah, we're kind of social distancing. Like four we're, feet. Are we? We're not quite six. Uh, we're so far all healthy here. Yeah, my hands are so dry from uh, purelling them to sanitize to death. Yeah, man. Dude, so this got me thinking the other day. I was thinking, um, if you, you know, if they're talking about shutting down things down, or you're going to the grocery store and supplies are low, do you have any like must-haves in your house, like or desert island kind of like we always are going to have Cool Ranch Doritos, or do you have any weird quirks that you love? Well, like when on the basics, Tina, like always, we always have like enough for an army. Like like we have a freezer yeah, a- full. Like it never gets more than an inch from the top. So all that stuff. But no, you know what? Like when she says, "Hey, I'm going to the store. I don't know when next time I get to go, or how long lines will be." I always think of snacks first. Okay. Right. So it's nuts for us. We have nuts. Yeah. And I need lunch meat at all times. <laughs> Oh, okay. I kind of grew up in a household where my dad always, like every day, pretty much had a ham and cheese sandwich. And so he always had ham okay. and this special, I don't even kind of white cheese, whatever, you know. Huh. And and my kids grew up too. Like if they wanted a snack, my dad would say, well, get some ham and cheese. And they just roll it up and they yeah. loved it, right? And they still do. And it's kind of stuck. So and so thing. it's easy lunch too. You know, I usually do it in a wrap. These are you days, like or, the, um, are you the prepackaged or do you go to the deli Oh no, counter? deli it up. But yeah. look for the dealios. You know, they yeah. usually have the specials, but yeah. <laughs> so sense. those are the first things. That yeah. and uh, praise God, plenty of toilet paper. Yeah, Kathleen is a she's a chocolate covered almonds. Like she always wants mm. those in the house, which I get. And I'm I'm chips man. I'll go chips all day. like those new Cool Ranch Doritos with the extra flavor are just oh, God's yeah. gift. I love them. You remember our, our brother Nathan? He loved chips. Really? Chip fanatic. He wanted to open a a, a like a, a pub or a bar or whatever you know a restaurant or something. I don't know sure. called Chips. And in it, he wanted to have like. Every day you'd go, there'd be like 10 different kettle chips flavored. Oh, wow. And then like 10 or 20 dips. Oh. And so then you would pick the chips you want and then go get all the dips you wanted. And it'd be like a flat rate. Yeah. And it would just be like the best chips and you could whatever dip comp. So a million combos. And he wanted to have a place called Chips. I was like, I think wow. that would fly. <laughs> Absolutely. I would I would write a Yelp review. And speaking of reviews, <laughs> yeah. we got one this week from Meadowbrook MC uh, that says, Real Life Practical Ways to Begin Living in Community on Mission. Uh, they love the big three. They say that it is genius. Wow. You have something in hand that summarizes the podcast 
And then the third thing they love is the 25 minutes in length, perfect for when driving in and out of work every day or doing errands. So yeah, thank Meadowbrook you. MC, th- or yeah, Meadowbrook MC, thanks for your review. Uh, if you haven't yet written us a review on iTunes or whatever app you listen to us on, it just takes you a minute and it really benefits the show because uh, we want to get this out to more people and there's some sort of algorithms that these websites do that help put this yeah. in front of people when you leave us reviews. So... That's the least you could That's do. That's your Please. cost, okay? Don't yeah. don't steal. <laughs> We're not charging you for this thing. Yeah. If you've not left one, but if you have, thank you. We try to read them yep. uh, when they come in, and uh, yeah. And if and, you haven't subscribed yet uh, to the podcast on whatever various platforms, we want to help you do that. You can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe to get uh, subscribed to whatever platform you're interested in. And you know what? I think it's really important now, too, and this is another way to bless us, and this might even be even faster for you to do, but like when you when you listen to an episode, would you share it? I know if you're on a podcast player, that's a little harder, but you can always go to, you know, 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast and just boom, there's the podcast and you can just tap on the current episode and hit share and their buttons are all there. Like, cause that takes it out to then to all the people you love and others you're leading. And so that is the quickest way to help share the love, spread the love and love on us. All right. Let's encourage more people that way. huh? So there you go. There's all the tactical now let's get to the topic yeah okay so last week on the show uh the episode was about having a missional mindset and Mm -hmm. at the end we actually said that this week we'd be talking about how and why pastors can and really should probably stop doing 80 percent of what they were doing today yeah that's what we were gonna talk about it was like it was prophetic because we recorded (laughs) that actually a few weeks ago right um because um that has become 100 percent true right now yeah. Most pastors I know <laughs> are now video editors. <laughs> they're not doing 80% of what they were doing before. They're yeah. doing all different stuff. And um, yeah, so anyway, we're not going to talk about that just now. That'll probably come up in the weeks ahead. Sure. But life is so different right now for everybody in the church. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, given what's transpired from the time that we actually recorded that episode and what's going on in the world even today, we're wanting to pivot and switch things up a little bit. Yeah. So we'll get to that topic hopefully in a few weeks. But today we're asking kind of in an oldie but goodie sort of way, WWJD, what would Jesus do uh, yeah. during a pandemic or crisis like we're experiencing uh, globally even today? And I love the fact that you have not stopped wearing your WWJD bracelet since yeah, I got 86 or whatever. 86. Yeah, I have it washed every week. It's yeah, crazy. It's I can't barely read it. It's so faded. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I actually had that. Did you ever go through that? Oh yeah, everybody, yeah, come on! Did. They sold the gazillions. Anyway, so um, but I, you know, as I was thinking about this today, I was like, okay, where are we getting our, you know, what's our our directional finder? Like, what? Are, how do we know? Because everybody's just kind of making this up, and or they're taking what they currently do and just throwing it online, right? Sure. You know, and th- praise God for the technology, right? We here we are, we're talking over technology. We see yeah. people, I go live on videos all the time. It's like, yeah, I love it, right? Yep. But but Jesus has got to be our sort of directional finder in this. He's got to be. Our our model, our guide, his spirit is our empowerment and our guide, right? All that. So I am certain that the WWJD answer, Jesus, what would he be doing right now? He would be who he always is and was when he walked among us with the same focus and intention to see his father glorified. In other words, to see his father made much of and shown accurately for who he is. That's what he came to earth to do, right? Sure. And 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 then and and how he did that was through his life, death, and resurrection, so that we would be cleansed and once again restored to a right relationship with Dad, right? Yeah. And so, but think about this: Jesus came to Earth during a crisis. He mm-hmm. came to a sin sick, depraved, and violent world 
to enter into the crisis with us to save us. Yeah. He was present. He incarnated among us. He stayed connected to his father, right? Yeah. Times of prayer. I only do what I you know, see my father doing. I only say what I hear him say. He stayed connected to his disciples and community. And he cared for, included, taught and healed and fed thousands of other people, hmm. right? So in that, we, we see kind of like during a crisis, <laughs> during the biggest human, you know, human crisis ever, this idea of sin and death and darkness, Jesus entered in and those were the things he focused on, staying connected to dad, staying connected yeah. in community and caring for, including and being with others. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to remind ourselves with, too. You know, last week we did our first bonus episode ever in the history of mm-hmm. life school. And if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Um, we're talking about coronavirus and how Christians should respond. And one of the things that was really helpful in that is just recognizing that even though this does seem crazy, and it's definitely times that we've never lived through. I mean, we were text- texting last night of, yeah, I've never been through this, you haven't either. But this is not the first time that the world's had some sort of crisis going on. Like for most yeah. of even the Christian faith, there's been massive crisis. Yeah, our wealth and technology se- seemingly insulates us from many things. Yeah. So we thought. Yep. This is where it all comes <laughs> out. Wow, yeah. Right. You know, one of the things on the show we talk a lot about is identifying our own people of peace in our life. It's those people that are really leaning into relationship with us and may actually have some spiritual interest connected to that. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me that a part of living like Jesus did. And, and would in a situation like ours today, is living as a person of peace ourselves. Mm, yep. Not living just like the world and only looking out for ourselves or our own nuclear family, but being these peace bringers, these hope bringers uh, that are present with and among people, right? Absolutely. You know, as Christians, we, we rack our brains for ways to build trust and get into relationships with people in our neighborhoods and cities. And we end up, though, often hiding behind this facade of, well, everyone's just too busy to get together too much, right? Mm-hmm. Me, I'm too busy, right? You know, that's the thing we hear all the time. How do you lead people in community? You know, well, not anymore. Sure. Not right now, they're not. So we can't hide behind that. So think about this. After all of the mandated isolation and fear is starting to go away, and people are just dying for closer connections and time with people, who will they be thinking about and drawn to? Hmm. The people that socially distance themselves from them completely? The folks that they never heard from very much for weeks on end? Or will they be drawn to those who loved them and treated them like family, like Hmm. they cared about them during this scary time? The people that intentionally went out of their way to stay connected in creative ways and still have fun and be safe, but speak hope and display hope in our great God during everyday life. That's who they'll trust and want to be closer to. And yeah, I'm advocating for laying down our fears and preferences at this time and living as people of peace and presence, hope and inclusion. Hmm. And I think with a little creativity and a lot of intentionality, we can have, we have, you know, we have such an opportunity right now to actually move the needle on discipleship and mission forward like never before. Yeah, you're right. You know, the world is dying for it. You you were telling me yesterday on the phone, and maybe you'd, you'd be willing to share it here, it's kind of the neighborhood thing where you were dropping off the, the flyer in the neighborhood just saying, hey, if we can help in any way. And just even being that sort of person of peace on your block really does open up doors to conversation that you're you're leading what it looks like to be peacemakers yeah. in the situation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, and we're sharing these ideas and getting them from people and sharing them with others. But yeah, we, we just made up a simple little letter uh, that said, um, can we help? At the top, yeah, bold, and then it just went on and said, "Hey, this is crazy times, you know, but we're all gonna, we're all in this together as a neighborhood, and um, we've not stockpiled a whole ton of stuff, but we're willing to share with what we have. If yeah. we can do anything for you, 
uh, please let us know. We're praying for you. We're all in this. Let us know. Here's our address, our number. Call us if you need anything. And then we we went door to door, handed yep. those out to about half our subdivision, the half that we kind of live in. Sure. Posted them on the mailboxes, posted on our Facebook group and all. That's cool. Amazing response from people. That's so cool, man. Why wouldn't there be, right? Yeah. And um, just today we posted, um, we're going to be doing a um, driveway happy hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. It's, uh, What's so, that look like, practically? So in the past, what it looked like is someone would host it, and it'd be a lot of chairs, maybe a fire pit, and you know, people just having beverages and food and snacks and hanging out in the driveway, you know? Sure. Right? So what we're advocating now, because of social distancing and trying to be careful and you know, wise and still be together, right? It's creativity here, is um, driveway slash walking happy hour. We're going to, we invited everybody, go out in your own driveway with a couple of chairs yep. and whatever beverage of choice that you want, right? Yeah. And uh, we can wave at each other and talk and hear the tunes going and all that. And then, and or take your beverage and go walk. And then we can wave it at people in their oh, driveways. Yeah. And so we're going to do a little of both. We're going to sit out front for a while. And then we're going to probably, you know, fill her up. And then yeah. we're going to go on the road. And we're going to, yeah. <laughs> Super soaker of vodka just launching it. <laughs> no. We don't, we don't. I love that you've, you and Tina always have these really great ideas for your neighborhood. And so uh, let's actually look at some ideas on how we can practically live and be and also engage uh, yeah. during this time and situation that we find ourselves in. Yeah, and I, I'd love to. I, I've really, I've been trying to collect ideas and just brainstorm and pray through ideas. And okay, so I'm going to frame this in a way that we've taught on before. And I know a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with this idea of living with the same perspective and focus that Jesus did. And we talk about it this way. We talk about having an up, in, and out perspective, right? right? Balancing an upward focus on the Father and the gospel. Yep. Um, staying connected that way upward um, an inward focus on family and community life together and that's where a lot of true discipleship takes place by the yeah. way and having an outward focus that looks for and includes others who may be outside of our present community or church family okay mm. so that's how I want to kind of that's kind of how I want to organize that for yeah. us. I think that's how Jesus displayed to us his priorities and balance and perspective and how he prioritized his time and with who and how much of what was up in and out. Okay, so And I'm looking at your list and I'm going there's a lot to get to here so we're just going to be kind of slamming through here but I th- I think too we're going to try to make something like this available for the listeners, right? Yeah, at the end of this I'll tell you what we're going to do cool. so you yeah, you don't have to furiously try to take notes. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So let's start with looking at maybe some of the um up focused ideas that you have okay great i got like 30 ideas for y'all today but not all under up okay <laughs> okay and so like you said i'm gonna move through them pretty quick hopefully just to spark ideas and creativity in you sure because you're gonna need to adapt and tweak these to fit your specific context and life and flavor and all that right yep so here's some upward meaning how do we together with the folks in our church or our community or just our family or whatever upward how how do we stay connected and have an up focus stay connected to dad to the gospel, sure. right, and all that. So here I go. Um, I think you can do family plus size gatherings, meaning we're kind of returning back to the day where the church was largely oikos-based. Yeah. It was your family and maybe a key couple of other people in your life that are close yep. or extended family. I think we're still allowed to get together that way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know some people are you know, in areas that's changing too, or you might have fear in that. It's like, you don't have to have fear. You can trust. I yeah. mean, be careful, be safe, all that. Anyway, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm just going to fly through these. Okay. You vote based on your own okay, all right. uh, considerations there. Um, I think you can do online gatherings. 
uh, using Zoom or yeah. other, you know, like group FaceTime or whatever. Um, and I like Zoom because there's, you, know, you can have interaction. Yeah. Right. You can see each other. Everybody gets to talk. Group FaceTime works that way. You can go live on uh, Facebook, but then it's the only interaction it's is texting. Yeah. It's a little one-sided. Comparison. Zoom feels good. But yeah, doing online gatherings. A lot of churches are doing that, but they're kind of doing them more like a show that's being sure. broadcast. I like the idea of the interaction. Yep. Me we too. did something last Sunday together. You oh, and it was I, awesome. With a whole bunch of folks that were coaching. Yeah. Right. And uh, it was, you know, kind of normal stuff, right? We had some worship together. Yeah. We, we looked at the word and did some story and some dialogue around it. And we talked Kids about Kids running around. Yeah. People and, are actually commenting back on what you're teaching, asking questions. Exactly. And had feedback. So I loved that. Okay? Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, you can do daily devotions. Like some people I know, just as their community, because they want to be closer, not less close. And this is the idea, right? Live yep. more and more like a family. They're saying, hey, 830, going live, doing a devotion. Or I'm doing prayer. You know, like a prayer time. A buddy of mine, uh, Gino in uh, Philly, he's doing like sort of the uh, an adapted Brian Zahn thing. Okay. Where he is doing like a whole liturgy of prayer and he's doing it oh, online cool. at a, like at, I think, 830 their time, you know? Yeah. Right? Um, and that's really taken off. I mean, I've seen tens of musicians that are famous guys like Chris Martin of Coldplay, Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie. They're yeah, now I've doing like the, free concerts I've seen a bunch every of day that. on their... On, so take advantage of that. That's another one. You could do online worship things. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be just your Sunday thing. Like you got all kinds of people in your worship team yeah. or just people who have the gift or skill of whatever. Hey, I'm going live and join me. Yep. Right? Just, yeah, exactly. Because we want to be extra right now. Why? Because we get to and mm-hmm. we've got the time and the capacity. So there again, you can do daily devotionals or daily prayer times, and you can do it Facebook Live or Zoom. There's also, you can go to freeconferencecall.com. Talk about lo-fi, but everybody just dials in. It's a free, they'll give you an 800 number, and everybody dials in, and you can do you know prayer, old-timey prayer circle, all in one call, though. Tell them Life School sent you, and maybe they'll sponsor the show. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, online Bible study plus discussions, Yeah, right? Why not? That's kind of like a devotional, but it's not one-sided. It's two-way, yep. both ways, right? And everybody gets to, that. there's no reason not to. I've done a bunch of that stuff already. Yeah. Just be, you know, like we do DNA groups that way sometimes, yeah, and all, right? Um, you could do a neighborhood prayer walk, right? Yep. Uh, where you are, you know, kind of like our, you know, our walking happy hour kind of thing where <laughs> you can keep your social distance, you know, you and your spouse, they're not saying you stay six feet from your own wife or kids, you know, you're obviously not going to in the house. Right. Well, um, you but, to, but yeah. you could do a neighborhood prayer walk. You Absolutely. could do it as a community and just walk around and pray for your neighbors or everybody in your community could walk their neighborhood at the same time yep. and then come back and get online and say, here's what we saw and here's what our needs were. And here's, could we pray together now? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. There's all kinds of stuff, right? Um, you could do worship nights together in person still but in small groups of you know 10 or less yep or you could do them like we said via zoom um i think you could do an outdoor prayer circle like do a big Ooh, old prayer cool. circle you know have the chairs kind of spaced out a little bit yep. but close enough to hear each other maybe around a fire love that right um you know what i'm, I'm gonna say you know, too. just keep and then you know take those and twist them and tweak them and cross pollinate those there's there's a lot of ideas packed in all those you know you know and some of the, this this is even another podcast topic but I do think this is a time to be creative and just try new stuff because this is this is a new world for many of us. And I think the future of maybe the church in America is kind of going to look more scattered like this or more digital. And so I'd say this is a time to like get playful, try stuff, see what works, see what doesn't, have the community involved, have your neighborhood involved, what works yeah. for them. Figure out ways to really serve your neighborhood through this at this time. Amen to that. Oh, and by the way, you know, I'm saying like use either Zoom or, you know, group FaceTime. Zoom, in case you don't know, 
uh, people in business and a lot of church people would know, um, Zoom is a is a service online yep. that is kind of like a group teleconferencing thing. So think group texting, but with video and audio, right? Yeah. And um, it's free for everybody to use except the person who like owns the account. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So it doesn't cost anything for like the folks I coach on Zoom to click on the link and boom, it just works. It's yeah. super, super easy. But you can get a Zoom account for like 15 bucks a month. I think the first month might be free. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cool. But think about it, $15. If you were going to uh, just someone's house for dinner and they said, hey, could you pick up like two or three bags of you know, pre-made salad? It'd be 15 bucks. You'd say, sure, of course. 15 bucks for the month and you can do as many calls as you want and all that. Yep. And, and if you don't have that, everybody in the group could pitch in like two bucks or a buck. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're right. Go to it's Zoom. 15 bucks a month. I'm there right Zoom. now. Zoom.us, I think, right? Yep, that's the website. So anyway. All right, let's move on to... The inward focus. Yeah. In other words, it. life as community. How do we, because all that stuff is upward, but that'd be community or the church-wide stuff, right? Um, but it'd be with an upward focus. Yeah. Here's just inward. In other words, being good family, being a, a loving family and community together and increasing the amount of time, interaction, blessing, encouragement, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a whole bunch of these. Okay, I'm going to move quick. <laughs> all right. Um, you could do a meal together, but but do it online. Do it on Zoom. So yep. we used to do that when my son would go on like uh, deployment in the Marines. Whole family would be there, family dinner night. He hated missing it. We'd stick my laptop uh, on a you know, Zoom or Skype link or whatever, and we'd stick it. Oh, that's another one you could use is Skype. Yeah, there's um, all, so many options. We'd stick teams. the face, you know, we'd stick the uh, laptop there, and it'd be like he was sitting there, and he could see us all eating and, you know, what we were eating, and we'd give him a little scan of the table. So you could do that's meals cool. together. Uh, you could do a game night together. I like, love that. You know, it's hard to play cards, but like charades, Pictionary, uh, yeah. you fill in some other games, right? There's tons of stuff. Yep. Um, we do Hilo at dinner time, right? We call it Hilo Buffalo. Like we go around the table and everybody says, hey, you know, what's the high part of your day? What's your best part? What was the worst part of your day? And then Buffalo is like, what's the craziest thing you saw today? Oh, cool. Right? So yeah. we call it Hilo Buffalo. Um, you could say, hey, to your community, hey, Hilo Buffalo, 6 p.m. I'm going on. FaceTime, group FaceTime or Zoom link, here it is, bing. And you, you could all just jump in right before dinner yeah. or while you're having dinner and you could share your high-low buffalo. That's fun. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, be checking in on financial needs in the community. Yeah. Like you could do that via email or you could do that you know, while you're online doing something else. But be family together. Meet each other's needs. Don't be afraid to ask, how's everybody doing? Yeah. I'm telling you, this is where the rubber hits the road. Okay. Is well, when we've we... had a we've pulled a neighborhood friend uh, in recently that we're having some car issues, and it's like, hey, can we do a barter sort of thing? I know you're great with cars, and we're really good with you know with this. And so, would you look at my car, and in return, I'll take care of this for you. And yeah. there's you know, so Zoom. even you got the financial, but then you also got like just pulling on people's talents to get it, through this yep. thing. I think, and we're going to see a lot of bartering coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you could be like from an equipping standpoint, learning. I think you could be doing something like the Gospel Primer online together because that's yeah. like self-guided it's eight day uh, um, um eight weeks but seven days a week there's a little something you do alone except for community day and normally you'd get together but i think you could get together on zoom or skype or something like that and do your community day hmm. so you've been thinking about doing the gospel primer yeah but not everybody's got time they do now <laughs> okay um start looking to bless each other we teach on the rhythm of blessing through either word action or gift so how can you encourage people just like in 
like God's been bringing to my heart so many people that I've been like texting and dropping voicemails on and all that. So you could drop words of encouragement. Love that. You could, you know, get on Amazon and send them something or send them a gift card or a grocery card, right? You know, someone needs that. You could drop it off in an envelope and say, hey, I know times are tough. Here's a little, you know, grocery card for a local thing. Could I run an errand for you, right? So think sure. word, action, or gift. Right. Hmm. Um, recreate that rhythm of recreate Sabbathing. Oh, no one's got time for Sabbath. You do now. Yeah. Go on an outdoor hike as a family or on your own or uh, as a community and just keep a little social distance or go to the beach or maybe a small group of you that, you know, that's still safe. Do a picnic. But, outdoor, hmm. you know, I feel like outdoor, it's fresh. Right. You know, yeah. now, obviously, if someone's coughing and they're sick, no, you're not going to, you know, um, keep a little distance and all that. Yeah. Um, use use like a WhatsApp. Or group me or something to st- like a group texting thing, which we've always advocated. If you're in community, have that anyway to stay in touch throughout the day. So, like we use Voxer right now. My Voxer is I've, I had at least thirty messages today. Really, from people in community, people were coaching, all that. Yep, just going off. Wow. Uh, fam, bam, texts coming in from family members and extended family people apiece. We're extra touch and base right now. Yeah. Staying encouraged, praying for each other, all that. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about this. You could do an online cigar and theology. Where everybody just sets up their laptop or their phone, you know, on, yep. on Zoom or there again, whatever app you want to use. And you could sit around and, and you know, do a cigar and theology still. It's not the same. Easy. I know it. But it's going to be an encouragement. And what I have found, because we've done sort of asynchronous discipleship for years, right. is that technology starts to disappear after a little while. Yeah, the more you're doing video calls and stuff, like we talked about that the other yeah. day, it's like, it's almost... It's Second weird nature. the first few minutes, and after that, you're like, I didn't even really, yeah. just, you were here. I forgot you I were saw here. you, yeah, yeah. you were inputting, you could, yeah. Exactly. Um, so you could do something like Cigar and Theology, or you could, you know, do a wine night, or whatever, right? Yeah. Get online, do that. Um, you could do online group leader training and encouragement, right? Hmm. Encourage your people not to just hide out, or, or die, or stick their head in the sand, right? Sure. But, like, so this is the time, you know? Like, normally, it's like, we try to do these, you know, group trainings and leadership training on Saturdays, but everybody's just too busy with games and all that. Oh, my gosh! Yeah. Not now! Now's like, like ramp it. up your training. Like, yeah, but people are just, you know, they're like, no, they're bored to death. Yep. Like, lean in, lead well, okay? Uh, you could do a story time for kids. Hmm. You could do Story of God that. for Kids online with the kids in your community. Someone could host it. Or you could just read from the Jesus Storybook Bible and say, hey, you know That's what? In cool. our community, uh, at 3 o'clock every afternoon, I'm going to go live and I'm going to read a story. Hmm. Now, sure, could you read it at home? Yeah, but you're together. That's yeah, the point. doing it together. Right? Yeah. Um, throw online birthday parties. You know those birthdays that aren't going away? Yeah. You can check on Facebook. You know when everybody's birthday are probably in your community already or family. Don't blow them off. Yep. And if you say, well, you know, it's like, uh, at least get a cake and put some candles in it and have everybody come on and sing and yeah. blow out the thing. And I emailed you some stuff on, you know, uh, on Amazon or whatever. You know, like, there's don't, ways to do this. Yeah, yeah. there's ways to, to do it. Okay. And how about this? Listen to this podcast and brainstorm ideas together. You yeah. could get online, listen to the podcast together, and talk about it and say, okay, great. Like, listen to this podcast. There's a zillion ideas. Which one or two of these could we mm. lean into and put our own spin on and how do we want to do it and when? Oh, I love All right? That. Like, yeah. do that. It's like, like, don't just think about it, but like, 
this is so unprecedented, the amount of flexibility, time, space we've got to love on people and train them and equip and touch base. And people are like, just good to hear good news. Well, it's <laughs> a good way, too, to get buy-in from people, too. It's like, hey, would you do the story tomorrow? And would you do a bedtime story the following day? And you actually are calling people. Exactly. Like, as we talk about that, uh, you know, the invitation and challenge. Also a great time to ramp up the invitation and the challenge. More people having roles and important things to participate and give and offer to community than ever before, right? Absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm not suggesting you do it all. Yeah, no. Yeah, we yeah. can do some of this. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, let's move to the outward focus ones. Okay, outward. So we're thinking like up, connecting our hearts deeper together to God, inward as community and family, yep. right? And uh, and outward is like, okay, now how do we extend that to others and try to include them in more in life and seek people of peace, but being a person of peace, like you said. So yeah. here's a bunch of ideas real quick. Um, like that letter that I did, uh, and we handed it out, right? Yeah. And put it on mailboxes and put it on our Facebook group for the neighborhood and all that, just saying, hey, we're here. If you need anything, please let us know. Yeah. Um, you can invite people of peace into pretty much any of the activities that I already mentioned in that up in the in category, as long as they're not overly spiritual or yeah. like insider languagey, you know, yeah. like you might not invite them into gospel primer training or your small group leader training online, yeah. but almost all the rest of that. Why not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, neighborhood game night there again, make yeah, it a neighborhood sure one. So like you like to do it in community. I, I'm sure T and I could do that right now on Facebook and yeah. our thing, you know, that we're doing all this stuff in the neighborhood and say, Hey, game night. And, People someone would do it right yeah. or the story time for kids right yep. um here's one thing i heard that was really really cool uh someone did this they did a driveway dance party in their cul-de-sac they said we already know all the people live in our cul-de-sac and so we just texted everybody and we said three o'clock today we're outside boom box come out in your own driveway that way we'll keep some distance and we're gonna have a 10 minute dance party Ooh, and they weren't fun. sure if anybody would come they said everybody came <laughs> People want to dance. And now we're doing it every day, right? That's it's so beautiful. Cool. I yeah. wish I'd have thought of that, right? <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so awesome. That's so fun. And so, uh, anyway, so um, driveway dance party. We already talked about a driveway happy hour or a fire pit, uh-huh. you know, like a big fire and chairs are spaced six feet apart in a big old circle. Yep. You're not going to have 100 people. You're never going to anyway. That's not the point. But you could do that with neighbors. Uh, I thought about this. What about a driveway movie night? You throw it up on your garage door. Yeah, get a projector. People can yeah. bring their own lawn chairs. They can set whatever distance they feel comfortable, right? Yeah. And uh, and bring their own snacks. And That's you're cool. still at home. You're not breaking any laws or whatever, you know. Um, we used to do a thing with with TV shows that were really. It was during. Uh, I can't remember what show it was, but we used to have a group of friends that we'd sit and we'd we'd commit to watching the show as it was on TV live, and we'd just blow each other up during commercial breaks. Like, can you believe this happened? And so there's another good. So you're way watching doing something it. together, but then you're also dialoguing. You're like, who yeah. wants to do that? Trust me, people want to. people want <laughs> yeah. to do it. It was fun then. It's even more fun now because yeah, people exactly. are just dying for interaction. Yep, be that form, but it yeah. it takes a little interaction. You're gonna have to die to self. Yeah. And fear of man. Like, well, what if no one likes it? Well, then no one does it. Like yeah. the thing we're doing tomorrow night, we might just be sitting our drive by ourselves, and no one else does it. I don't know. Yeah. But we always tell people, you're going to get 80% of the same love and affection back from people just for trying. Yeah, exactly. And inviting them Regardless that you would if they even made yeah. it. You know? So, yeah, like, totally. Right? Um, so, there you go. Maybe a driveway movie night, right? People yeah. bring their own snacks and chairs, whatever. Um, also, with your neighbors, keep your ears open to financial needs in your, in your neighborhood or apartment building yeah. or even local businesses. I know some people, yep. uh, I've heard, and this is a beautiful idea, they are... Um, they're getting donations 
and, and they're then taking that money and they're buying meals from local restaurants that can only do to-goes right now and they're suffering. Yep. And then they're taking those meals to firefighters, to people on staff at hospitals that are all working double, triple shifts yeah, and stuff cool. right now. They don't open them. They're all closed in the bag. So it's just like they picked it up themselves, yep. right? And and so people are able to say, well, here's a couple bucks, but now we're keeping business you know, yeah. open and we're blessing all these workers. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, if you've got the means, one of the things that was most helpful last year when our son Lennon was in the hospital was we had uh, our friends Chad and Katie, some Soma friends that um, they were really busy, but they said, "Hey, what's your uh, what's your Uber account?" And they put a hundred bucks on our account just like that, and so we could Uber Eats whenever we wanted, wherever we wanted. So, beautiful. if you're generous and got some extra income, beautiful. Bless your neighbors that way. Yeah, beautiful. Love that. But, you know, keep your ears open for financial needs. And, and and you may be not alone, but together as a community, you could show people the truth about God and his generosity. Absolutely. Um, maybe you could offer safe zone babysitting, right? So okay. that neighborhood couples can have date nights. Meaning, like, some people are trained in this. Or I, we had somebody in our neighborhood says, hey, I'm a nurse, but um, or I'm in nursing school, yep. but it's closed down for right now. So I'm really tra- highly trained in medical care and being careful and all that. My wife is, like, trained uh and certified in uh, food safe service you know food serve safe yeah and so you could say hey um you can bring your kids over we've uh, sanitized all the doorknobs and the bathroom and everything and drop them off for a couple hours it'll just be us and them we're not sick we're good to go you know i'm not saying everybody could do it some people could do it so you can have you know a date night at home and just get out of the you know the noise zone for for an hour or two (laughs) Uh, and then again throw an online birthday parties for your neighbors yeah they, mine would be feel so like, honored. I noticed, yeah. you know, like I noticed in Facebook because you're part of our Facebook neighborhood group that it's your birthday tonight. And so you put out a thing and it, you go live and everybody's on there and they're all like, yeah, woo. Like yeah. it's going to take you, what, 10 minutes, five minutes. Oh, How so blessed honored. would yeah. they be? And then drop off some cupcakes all sealed in a bag at their door and ring it and run away or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so easy to do those little things, right? Yeah. The, awesome. I, so there's there's 30 easily ideas for you to sort of morph, twist, tweak, do, pick a couple and make them your own. You know? Go for it. I, and I love that there, you know, again, we're just throwing some ideas out. If you find something that works in your area, like comment uh, on Facebook and the Facebook group and just tell us kind of some ideas you guys have, what's working in your neighborhood. Like we want to share these ideas. We're just trying to light the fire to get you up doing something, right? Um, and Caesar, as you said earlier, you're going to put all this stuff. Uh, I'm going to take all like of those cool... ideas, make them real readable. Maybe put a little more flesh on the bone. Put I'll put links to any apps or you know services that I mentioned and all that. And I'll put it in a really cool, uh, easy to look at PDF. And people can get it by going to one two three lifeschool dot com forward slash wwjd. Awesome. Okay, super easy. And that'll help you also categorize it within up and out, which is also teaching something about discipleship because yeah. that's a big part of how we train and equip disciples is to give them that perspective and help them learn to look through the perspective of up in out so that we're living balanced lives with like the balance that Jesus gave us and showed us. Yeah. And maybe there's some people right now that are listening going, you know, I really like these ideas and I want to start thinking like this. I just need some accountability. You've actually got a couple spots coming up, right? With coaching and the incubator coming yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, everything's up in the air and changing, but we're still coaching away and we've got uh, a couple new cohorts forming for April with people. Okay. okay. And so if you want to, we call it the everyday disciple incubator where you're basically in an incubator with us, where we care for you, keep you warm, encourage you, help 
put together your own personal roadmap of ideas and what's next steps a little at a time so it won't be overwhelming. And uh, anyway, if you want to get all the information on that or even hop on a phone call to discuss what that could look like for you or your team at church or your community right now, now's the perfect time because you've got more time on your hands than normal. I know you do, even though it's busy with new changes and all. But anyway, you can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching and find out about the Everyday Disciple Incubator and the coaching that's all part of that and all that. Again, 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. I'd love to be able to walk with you now and forward through this. And when you come out the other end, having developed new discipleship rhythms and not just, you know, sort of tipping back to the old. Love it, man. Okay, let's get to the big three, uh, because we always want to leave people with the big three takeaways from today's topic. If nothing else, things that we don't want people to miss. Uh, And you can get a printable PDF of this week's big three as a free download by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar, what would you say the big three for this week are? If nothing else, don't miss these. Uh, First, um, as it is in all of life, right now we get to choose our response, choose how we'll spend our time and with whom. So what will people see in your life during this time of crisis? Hmm. I, I want to encourage you, let Good it question. be that they see a person, a family, a church that were present, inclusive, careful, generous, and full of love and hope. Okay, this is legacy building time for all of us. So to God be the glory. Amen. <laughs> okay. Amen. Second, um, there may never be another opportunity like this in our lifetime to show other others God's sacrificial and the unconditional love. And you already have that perfect unending love for yourself. So regardless of your own fears or even self-focused patterns that may have existed throughout your life, we all have them. Yep. God loves you completely. And I want you to hear that. All right. So, well, I am afraid. I know I shouldn't be. God still loves you. He loves you the same. You can't earn it. You won't change it. You have nothing to prove or earn. He sent his own son, Jesus, on a mission to rescue you and show you great love at your greatest need. Yeah. And he will not leave you now. Okay. You now, though, in light of that, get to intentionally share that love and hope with many others today who feel their need like they've never felt it before. Okay, mm. How exciting is that for us, right? It's so good, man. Okay. All right, number three. Okay, number three. Pick one or two of these ideas from this up, in, and out focus areas that we talked about today or get that download uh, at 123lifeschool.com forward slash WWJD, right? And then prayerfully as a family or church or as a community group, start diving into a few of these right away. Don't wait, okay? People are lonely. They're already stressed out. They're afraid. They're unsure of what's going to happen next. Together as God's children and as we radically include others, we will get through this and we'll see God glorify himself like never before. Amen. Okay. And and share those on the Facebook group too. Like if you're like, hey, we actually tried this and it worked Please and people do. loved it. Like Please that's so do. encouraging to us. And again, remember, if you want help in all this, you want to make this time really count and set up new rhythms, new frameworks for discipleship and and, and, and development and equipping in your church now during the time, but also for after. I'd love to help with that, okay? Tina and I, we coach as couples, so you'll do this as couples too, so this will have immediate impact on your family, not just your church. So check it out, 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. Love to hop on a call. We can talk about what that looks like. Awesome, man. Hey, I know we went a little long today. We just wanted to make sure people are resourced through this time because... uh, It's a lot of ideas. I wanted to get them in your hands. Yeah, it's important, right? Next week, we're going to talk about gospel fluency and how specifically the gospel addresses our COVID-19 fears. Yeah. We're going to go step by step with you and teach you how to speak with your folks about all of this in light of the gospel. Yeah. So. It'll be like really step by step, the whole 
four-question gospel fluency method. We're going to go through that, but in light of what's going on. Yeah. Join us for that. We want to thank you for being with us today. If you want more information on the show, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. (laughs) 